You're listening to The Josh Paul Podcast. Connect with Josh on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by visiting joshpaul.org. Now, here's Josh. Well, God bless you, and thank you so much for tuning in today. You're going to be glad that you did. Man, I've got an on-time word for you. I believe that God has a blessing lined up for you. His word says so over in Psalm 512 is where we're going to start. And um, this is a special podcast today. This is not part of the show. This is not audio from the TV show or anything like that. Uh, this is a special podcast, and so I just want to talk to you because I believe that God wants to bless you in this season. They would have you believe otherwise on the news. They would have you believe otherwise in any newspaper and anywhere else that they're talking about stuff that, you know, nothing good is happening right now. The markets are not happening, you know, and now's not a good time for anything, but the devil is a liar. You know, God's people are being blessed right in the middle of, of a time of downturn. And so this says over in Psalm 512, it says, for you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him with favor as with a shield. And man, I love that. I love that everywhere I go, man, I've got a favor of shield following me. I've got the favor of the Lord shielding me in every situation, in every business situation, in every uh, financial situation, in every uh, relationship situation. The favor of the Lord is my shield. Everywhere I go, I show up with a crown of favor. Man, God wants to bless you. He's got this crown of favor on you. And listen to this over in Psalm 90. Let the favor of our Lord and our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands. That's what I want to talk to you about because you know what? God wants to bless what you're doing. And if you're not doing anything, God doesn't have anything that for you, for him to bless. It says that, uh, the Bible says that, um, your hands, when they're not moving, it maketh the poor man. But this says over here, it says, and establish the work of your hands. He wants to get it going. He wants to bless what you touch. He said, anything I, you put your hands to, I'm going to prosper it. During this season, and not just during this season, but during your life, I've set this upon you. And whatever you do, I'm going to bless you. Why? Because you're mine. You're my child. You're my son. You're my daughter. And I'm going to bless you. Psalm 84, 11, it says, For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. He's not trying to withhold anything from you today. He's trying to get it to you. He wants to help you. He wants to, what's the Bible say? It says, Jesus came to the earth so you can have what? Life and life more in abundance. And I'm not just talking about stuff. I'm talking about everything God wants to see your soul prosper and you prosper at the same time. But it's got to start in the soul. It's got to start with the reading of his word. It's got to start with the digestion of what he's doing in your spirit and falling on your face and saying, God, what are you doing today? I want to be a part of it. The blessing starts when you fall on your face. The blessing starts when you humble yourself before the mighty hand of the Lord and say, God, here I am. Use me if you can. Right here it says over in Psalm 30, it says, But his favor lasts a lifetime. He has got favor lined up for you for your whole life. I want you to listen to the story over in uh, Ruth. We all know this. If you've been in church for any amount of time, you know about Ruth over in 115. And uh, we're not going to be able to do it all right now. Uh, I'm going to take a little longer than I normally do. Uh, Ruth 1 in 15, it says, And she said, 
this talking to Naomi, look to your look, your sister in law has left to go back to her people and to her gods. Return with your sister in law. But Ruth said, Listen to me, said, Entreat me not to leave you or turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your people my God. Where you die, I'll die, and there I shall be buried. The Lord do so to me and more also. If anything but death parts you and me. She had made a commitment to this woman. She made a commitment and said, you know what? I know the the others turned back, but I'm coming with you. And we know the end of that story, man. Ruth, you know, she was out there in that field. She was picking up the the leftovers of what uh, they would leave in the in the field of the grain and, and the rest of the stuff. And they would go and gather it up and they would take it into the house and use it. And so Boaz was the owner of the field. He was the owner of uh, the crops and all the things that they were growing there and Boaz would see Naomi out after the workers had left the field. He would see her out there and um, he would see her picking up that stuff and gathering it. And, you know, he would watch her work day after day after day. He watched her faithfulness coming out there and getting what she could. And, and he was OK with that. And, you know, what he told his workers was, hey, I want you to leave a little extra for her. I want you to leave a little extra out in the field. I want you to leave some piles out there for her on purpose. I want you to leave a blessing. I'm going to destine her with a blessing. I'm going to leave something for her at an appointed time for her that she doesn't know is there yet. She doesn't even know what's going to happen. And this is what God is going to do for you. You don't even know what's on the way, but God has been talking to some people. He's been lining it up. He's putting it on somebody's heart to come and get in contact with you. He is getting this in place. God wants to bless you. And we know the end of the story. Listen to what happened to Ruth, man. She ended up owning the field. She went from just gleaning off the field and just taking what was left and going from just barely enough to scraping by to God moved her up a, a, a little bit. And, you know, then then she was able to get a little more. And then it was she had a little more than she needed. And then it ended up she met Mo, uh, Boaz and uh, ended up marrying him, owning the field, man. You never know what God has in plan and in store for you. Don't count people off. Don't count yourself off. And don't count count off the the impact of a commitment, a godly commitment, a godly contract, a godly, I am here to stay. This is where God put me. This is where I, in, I, I, I I'm going to stay. He put me here and I intend to stay here. There's something just, you know, this generation, there's none of that. Everybody is just quick to, you know, I'll leave this job. I, I got my feelings hurt over here. They said this about me over here. I'm out of here. I'm, I'm slamming open the door. You know, there's no staying power, but there's something to be said about a good, godly commitment. Man, this is good. I'm going to have to run, but I will be right back right after this. Get inspired. Order Josh Paul's newest book entitled Closer to the Father. It's a daily prayer devotional and fasting journal. Each day, you'll be guided through a prayer that will grow your faith and deepen your relationship with God. You'll receive daily motivation to be your best as you journey deeper into prayer. God loves when you pray bold prayers. Get your copy by visiting joshpaul.org or call 1-800-722-8714. Order now. You're just 21 days away from a closer walk with the Father. 
All right, we're back. And today we are talking about the blessing of the Lord. I believe that God has a blessing on the way to you as we speak. Man, God knows how to line stuff up. It says over here in uh, in Psalm 89, 17, it says that uh, by your favor, uh, by your favor, you make us strong. And then over in Psalm 31, 15, it says, my times are in your hands. And I, I love both of those. And you can kind of almost put them together because the, the favor of the Lord does make us strong and our times are in his hands. And I believe that there's a thing called a divine appointment. I've been part of them. I know it's something that's been set up by God. I know that I've been at the, you know, it wasn't a coincidence. I didn't just happen to be at the right place at the right time. God had me at the minute, down to the very second where I would shake hands with somebody I shouldn't have never met, or he'd have me in a conversation with somebody that I would have probably never ever met in my life. By your favor, you make us strong and my times are in your hands. You've got to trust that. You've got to know that. You've got to know that your times are in the hands of the Lord. You've got to know that God knows exactly what he's doing. You've got to trust it. You've got to be willing to lay down your will too and say, God, uh, I'm stuck in traffic over here. You know I was supposed to be at this place at this certain time on this day, but here I am. And you've just got to know that even when you are stuck in traffic or even when you are behind the slow person at the grocery store, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe God saved you from a wreck. Maybe God saved you from a, a horrible accident or who knows what was going to happen. You've just got to thank God for every second that he's got you at the right place and at the right time. Before we left a second ago, we were talking about commitment and about staying power. And I think that's so important because there's just not a lot of that. You know, people will just give up in the middle of, of, of the process of where God has them going. And um, a lot of it is because offense. There's so much offense in the church today. There is so much of, you know, uh, pettiness and, and disagreeances. And, you know, I, I don't agree with what you're doing, so I'm out of here. Or uh, you, you don't talk to me like that. There's nobody that talks to me like that. And so we get offended and we walk out and we miss out on what God is doing because we got our feelings hurt and we were living by our emotions instead of what we know, instead of what is in our heart, instead of what God told us to do. Somebody said something, it caught us on the wrong day at the wrong time and it hurt our feelings. And I said, and, and, and you know, we said, well, you're not going to talk to me like that. I'm out of here. And there you go. You quit your job and now you don't have an income for your family, but guess what you do still have? Your pride. Your pride is what made you do that. We've got to stop and think. We've got to stop and, there was a saying, you know, a while back, I don't even know if they do this anymore, but WWJD, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? You know, Jesus didn't he fought back to every critic he had. He let them people talk. And that's what you just got to do. You've got to let these things roll off of you, just like water on a duck's back. You probably heard that truck just go by. <laughs> Speaking of commitment, I'm sitting in the back of my Chevy right now uh, doing this podcast because I made a commitment to get one of these out every Monday. And this is what it takes. I'm in Atlanta right now. I just filmed a TV show <laughs> right up the road here. Uh, the car sitting in uh, in the parking lot of some mall. I don't even know what mall I'm at, but I made a commitment. I said, you know what, between shows today, because I've got to go back over to the TV studio. We're going to do Atlanta Live tonight. I said, before that, i got to go. I said, I, I made a commitment to my people and I'm going to get this out. There's no staying power anymore. Most people would have just rotted off and say, oh, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. I got too much going on. I said, nope, 
I made a commitment. I'm doing this. If I have to do it in the back of the car, fine, whatever. Here we go. We're just going to do it. That's what you've got to do. You got to make a commitment and say, no matter what, I know it's hard. I know I need a little rest, but sometimes you've just got to push on through. You got to come out any old way you can. And so, man, God has a blessing waiting for you. If you're still willing to show up, if you're still willing to say, God, I know this is where you called me. I know this is where I made a commitment to you at, and I'm going to honor that. God honors his word and he wants us to honor ours. And one of the biggest things that gets us off track is that uh, that offense. It tries to come. The devil tries to come. And another way that he tries to come is fear. He tries to get you to back out. He tries to get you to believe that you're not good enough and that it's not going to work and, uh, you know, that you'll never have enough. And uh, man, I tell you what, I've got a prayer that when we get back here in just a minute, I'm going to pray this prayer over you. We're going to knock some of this stuff off. If you've been living in prayer, uh, living in uh, fear or anxiety, or if you've been uh, dealing with depression or any of this stuff, we are going to pray this stuff off of you. I've got a prayer inside of my new book that's called Closer to the Father. It's a 21-day prayer devotional. Man, this thing is so good. If you haven't already, go to joshpaul.org and get, man, get it. Get this. This is going to help you so much. But um, I'm going to take a break and we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Josh Paul Podcast. More coming up in just a moment. Connect with Josh on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by visiting joshpaul.org. To find out more about Appalachian Missions or to sponsor an Appalachian child, visit anchorridge.org. Now, here's Josh. Well, we are back, and as promised, I'm going to pray over you right now. Out of my new book, this is a prayer. This is actually day five, and this is this is entitled, I Will Not Live in Fear. And um, it's based out of 2 Timothy 1.7, where it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and of a sound mind. So wherever you are right now, I want you to just bow your head, pray with me, pray this prayer. You may be sitting in a car in a parking lot yourself. You may be sitting at your desk. You may be uh, laying in your bed and I, I don't know where you're listening to this, but pray this with me and mean it because God does not want you living in a life of fear. And this is, this is all part of the blessing because the devil will try to talk you out of your blessing. The devil will try to, uh, it's a distraction really, but to get you off of the thing that God has promised to you. It's a, it's something to pull your eyes away or something to make you draw back. And don't you dare draw back in the name of Jesus. That is exactly what Satan wants for you to do. Don't you dare do it. He wants you to draw back and be timid in fear. And uh, we're going to pray this right now. Pray with me. Say, Father, thank you. Thank you for believing in me, even when it's hard for me to believe in myself. I pray that you would help me to abandon my old ways of thinking, the ones that hold me back from completely surrendering to your will and purpose for my life. I ask for forgiveness for every time I let fear operate over faith. I ask for strength to be able to stand up and be strong, knowing that even though I may feel fear, I do not have to bow to it. I bow only to you. Everything must bow to you, even fear. God, I lay my life in your hands. I place my future, my plans, my thoughts about what I should be and what I could be in your control. My desire is to honor and to please you. So whatever that looks like, whatever that, wherever that may take me, that is what I choose again and again. 
God, fill me daily with your power and your love. When I go out in public, I want to be dripping with the presence of God. I want people to feel your love everywhere I go. I want people to feel hope when I walk in the room, not because I'm there, but because your spirit is inside me and you show up where I show up. Help me to be reminded daily, moment by moment, that you are always with me and that I'm never alone. I have no reason, no reason at all to be anxious when I have the maker of the oceans and the mountains living in me. I have nothing to fear. Fear is only a lie to make me believe that you are unable to do what you would, what you said you would do in my life. Help me to cast down every vain imagination that tries to exalt itself above the knowledge of you. Nothing at all will ever be exalted higher in my life than your name and your will. Help me to draw closer to you daily. Lord, I love you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen. I hope you prayed that prayer and I hope it broke something off of you. But maybe you need to go back and uh, pray it with me again. Pray it over and over. Pray it every day. And then uh, right after that, in this book, there's a, there's a thought for the day every day. And this says, being courageous doesn't mean I won't ever feel fear, but it means I keep going even when I do feel the fear. Because I'm not led by my emotions. I'm led by the Spirit of God. We can't be led by our emotions. We can't be led by fear. We can't, you know, fear is gripping. It will grip you and try to pull you off course, pull you to the left. It'll try to shut you down. It'll make you too scared to get on a plane and go out to an invitation you had, or it'll make you turn around and go back to your house because you, you know, you, you were too fearful or too frightful to go to this event or a church or wherever God had you going that day. Don't let fear do that to you. Don't let it hold you back. That's all it's trying to do is hold you back from the plan that God has for you. I hope this has blessed you. You can get a copy of this book, Closer to the Father, 21 Day Prayer, Devotional, and Fasting Journal. It is going to be good for your soul. These are good prayers. 21 days, you can start and stop a new habit. You need a new good habit of prayer. Even even if you've been in this thing for 30, 40 years, these are great prayers. Just to fall on your face before the Lord. Say, Lord, here I am. Not my will, but your will be done. I hope you got a blessing out of today. Go to joshpaul.org to find out more about our schedule. Hey, I'd love to see you out on the road sometime. We have many events. We, uh, of course, because of COVID and all that, uh, I don't know when you'll be listening to this. It might be a year from now, but you know, we're during the times of COVID-19 right now. So our, our schedule has been pulled down a little bit, but we are, we're back up. We're going, uh, we're going back on TV stations and, you know, doing the interviews and we'll be back doing our live events soon. And so, uh, God bless you guys. Go to anchorridge.org too. Get involved in the missions. And uh, we will see you out there. I hope you have a blessed day. Well, I hope this podcast is a blessing to you. Make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend who needs a blessing. Be sure to sign up for our email list too. We give away free gear and products and you'll be the first one to hear about the latest episodes and all the latest news. Till next time, pray big prayers and watch God move. Have a blessed day.